BGs to start us off. Okay. Alrighty here. Welcome to the Inside Slant. I am your host, Derek Vu. This is episode eight, the regular season finale. Not to be confused with the season finale, because we plan to make the playoffs. Week 18 against the Rams. All right. Uh, I'm your host, Derek Vu. Uh, we have Ryan. What's up? Tar. Many followers out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sean, introduce Sean, yourself. Sure, you all know me by now. Matt and Champ. Right. Former. <laughs> you're, you're really holding on to that one. Okay. Uh, Austin. Austin. Support Austin. guy. <laughs> all right. Um, we are coming off a fresh victory against the, the New York Jets. To, uh, what's the score? 20, 20, 24 6. 23-6. Uh, 23-6. 23-6. It could have, we could have hidden the 30s, just saying. That. I know last week you said the Jets uh, have only given up 30 once. Had Meyer made that field goal, we could have easily scored another time, too. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we kind of liked the last week's um, uh, layout. Uh, you know, talk about our likes, dislikes. We want to talk about and then kind of get into more of our, our debatable uh, topics. So we'll just get right into it. Our four down territory territory likes of the week, hey guys. What do you what do you got for us? Uh, I'm gonna start us off with uh, a guy that we've been bagging on all season, but he he had a career game. DJ fucking Dallas. DJ, he's got some stats on him. Let me bring it up. That guy was he, chopping. Was I'm not gonna lie. He hit over a hundred all-purpose yards. I never thought I'd see the day he break a tackle. He broke <laughs> C.J. Mosley's tackle, and that was nice. He that was a tough, tough tackle to break to get to the first down. Um, he had some speed when he when he took it. Um, overall, very impressive. I I have been a huge Dallas hater. Um, I but I did say in the group chat he will redeem himself from throwing that interception in San Francisco. And uh, I, I did call it. I know I'm a hater, but I did call it. <laughs> His situational uh, awareness and gameplay is, you know, still still suspect. But he's he does seem to have the physical talent or like uh, the tools and stuff like that. Because he was showing some speed on that one pitch play that D- Gino tossed him. I like. I remember texting the group. I was like, dude, pretty nice play from DJ Dallas. And then Derek was just like, he ran straight. <laughs> I was like, it's pretty good speed. I was like, pretty good speed, though. <laughs> he's got good enough, got that good of speed. He should have scored. DJ, he feels like the uh, quintessential Seahawk player to me. He's like David Moore of the running backs. You know, it's kind of like you hate him, but then you love him at the same time, and you kind of need him on team. So, uh, David, dude, do not sell David Moore. Sure. <laughs> right. David Moore made some nice plays. He has some nice catches, dude. I know. Okay, well, that's that's probably the, my biggest yeah, like good, that I would bring up. Uh, I think he had a good stat on paper, but he didn't really like. I feel like it wasn't that he didn't do anything that that impressive like that other running backs couldn't do. I feel like he has more negative tape than positive tape still. So I, I mean, he had a good game, but I don't want to get too high up on him. Hey, we're just sticking about the game right now. Just, just right, the I mean, game. Hey, right now. <laughs> hey, hey, that is just one of our many di- like. That's one of our many likes because we won this game actually. So, uh, moving on, I would say our defense played very well. We uh, we forced a lot of sacks. We finally got our turnovers. That's first time in four games. Um, Darrell Taylor is up to eight and a half sacks. 
I know he didn't really play Who much, but he's up to eight known, and a half. Man, I feel like he started off so slow. Yeah, yeah I always like Daryl Taylor. I was always advocating for him to play. Bruce Irvin, he's too old. We need the young guys give him reps. He's actually decent in coverage, Daryl Taylor. I, every time he goes out, he's like he has the speed to keep up with like on the flat and the tight ends. It's, it's actually he, he's even he's even better at blocking for interception returns. DT's finally shown you know he he has a poster outside of uh, Lumen Field so I think he's finally playing up to that (laughs) our posters on Lumen Field are are paltry man (laughs) it's like we were like searching for people to post up on the the field we were running Um, out of players I I, I will not I would be remiss to not mention Boye Mafe finally getting some more snaps over Bruce Irving he is he was uh Taking up some blocks very well, like setting the edge and then working his way inside. Uh, Miles Adams on the D-line. He worked through a couple double teams. Mike Jack with his first pick. Um, overall, really good. Uh, Woolen, as usual, a couple of PBUs. I mean, across the board, our defense was playing lights out. Man, It was yeah. like inspired. We had everyone making plays at the right time. Um, they, we, had, we let a couple of runs go like 15, 20 yards early on. But that like stopped real, real fast, and and then you we know, got a couple of interceptions too, man. Like defense was was like defense out. been amazing. You know, I was gonna say it last week, but I didn't get to it on the hot take. But I think Clint hurt. We got to resign him at least another. It's year. his first year. Let <laughs> me resign. <laughs> what was his? What was his coach? A free agent. <laughs> his coaching contract's probably like two years anyway. You know, he, you know his ass was on the hot seat. He's about to be fired after your hot that. seat, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, well, he could have been on the hot seat. Yeah, if he yeah, continued yeah. letting 40 points. <laughs> right, yeah, maybe maybe this... not re-sign. Let, let's extend that. I will contract. say, like, if you want to extend him, perhaps, let's do that. Um, with the new NFL rules, if you hire a minority assistant as a head coach, you get, you know, as the team that they leave, you get uh, a third-round um, third pick. So that's what the 49ers, they have so many third-round picks. You're you saying have if two third-round picks. You're saying if we let him leave. Is that the well? Role? If he leaves for a head coach coaching position, right? So yeah, two third round picks. So, so the the Forty ers got Robert Sala. Robert Sala left. They get two third round picks. Mike McDaniel, the quarter black guy, he gets the Niners get two. That's cheating um, at that point. Man. Third round picks. Mike McDaniel. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> no, 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 no. Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins. McDaniel. Oh, the Dolphins. Oh, Josh okay, McDaniels. Okay, okay. Is not oh, that guy. Not that guy. <laughs> that guy's minus picks. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. I mean, Mike McDaniel, them getting a, like uh, the the compensatory picks for Mike McDaniel's feel I feel is like when you're when you get that minority boost when you're uh, applying for college. <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I, I didn't want to get too political here. We're not but... going to go back to that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. All right. Hurt. Um, let's do our first. Speaking dis- of a... oh, go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of the defense, just one more shout-out. Pete Carroll with these projects, bringing back Jonathan Abrams, future first round. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) past past first round pick, man. Looking like a good rotation player out there. I'm glad they didn't overplay him too, because sometimes they like they, they play well. We're like, oh, play him more, and then and then he gets like stuck in something. No, Jonathan Abrams played pretty decently for the time. His gear looks like he's straight from the '90s. It's kind of like the baggy <laughs> sleeves, I, not my cup of tea. 
I'll add one. Um, just a shout out to Jordan Brooks because I feel like he played really good game. Oh. And then, you know, when he when he went out, I thought they were gonna attack him, like like run more or something like that. But then they like ran two like Jets ran two plays that were just like played perfectly to our scheme and Tanner Muse filled in pretty well. Muse is good. No, he he had a good rating actually. Uh, I think they they rated him like a ninety. He almost jumped a uh, jumped a route, could have took it to the house. Yeah. So, uh, he's a little bit small, but whatever. We'll see. But a lot of good this game for sure. Uh, I will. I do kind of want to shout out also. Um, Derek Young at fullback. I don't know if you guys noticed he's he's they were using him as fullback and he's he's getting a lot of good blocks out there, especially on the counters, the trap plays. Um, he's working up to the second level, but he's a wide receiver playing fullback, so it's pretty interesting. Cool. Um, our our let's go on to our dislike of the game. Uh, DK Metcalf only one catch for five yards. He should have caught the TD. Uh, well, not should have. I mean, Gino puts it about six inches shorter than would have caught the TD. Also had the 40-yard dime on Sauce Gardner. Um, I would have liked to see DK kind of uh, show the rookie um, what it's like to be in the NFL. Sauce played a good game. He did. Yeah, I think DK's been bottled up a couple times this year. That was against Jadavius White and uh, – oh, sorry, Jadavius White or Ward? But yeah, no, Sauce played a really good game. Um, Gino, a couple of Gino's throws are off. I, I, I would have hoped DK hit hit some, um, got some of those catches, but oh well. Having having yeah, uh, lo- uh, lock it back though, even though he didn't play too much, I felt like gave just a little better spacing around. I like it. Yeah. I like, uh, I mean, DJ, I mean, uh, DK has been playing well, pretty consistent compared to his other years. So I think he gets the pass. I mean, he should have made a couple catches, but can't knock him for having a bad game. Uh, I like how much we got the tight ends involved this game, actually. Uh, it really opened up the offense. We used play action, got them involved, and made the offense flow better. <clears throat> I don't know if there's much other dislike uh, on this game for me. Other than that was boring in the second half? It was yeah. boring. It was boring. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take a win. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a win. <laughs> I mean, um, Jets have a good defense, though. So it's yes. kind of hard to be like mm-hmm. exciting the entire game. Yeah. Um, Vang, I want to talk about the tight ends. I do like the tight ends. The Combined, our, t- our three tight ends, Parkinson, um, fan uh, Disley, we have over a hundred catches and over a thousand yards. Um, for I think fourteen TDs is the stat. So that's it's just really great use of uh, the tight ends. Shout out Tyler Mabry getting his first career tight end. Oh, yeah, uh, first t- career TD. I saw that guy. I was like, <laughs> who is he? I didn't even know we had him. Right. <laughs> Wait, did you see that thing where he was like signed by the Hawks and cut by the Hawks for like four straight years, like every. Just like, like every whatever the beginning of the season, he was like cut, signed to the practice squad, cut, signed to the practice squad, signed to the roster, signed to the practice squad, cut. Oh, did they show that on finally the, on like, the on the game? I didn't see it. I saw it on Instagram. Like he's sticking uh, through it and finally got like <laughs> some good playing time and got the touchdown he deserved. He has one catch in his career. One catch for a TD. That's that's. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but hats um, off to him. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go Don't on to. Or... Yeah. Anything? Uh, anything else for this week, you guys? I think one I mean, thing I was thinking is uh, we played like a pretty clean game, but I feel like Gino was still under constant pressure. You know, I got nine QB hits, four sacks from like minus 30 plus yards. Yeah, that was a big sacks uh, too. We we're still moving it consistently, but I feel like we could have protected him or cleaned it up more. No Abe Lucas this uh, last game. So we had to play uh, Stone Forsyth. Um, Damian Lewis is on the injury report this week, so hopefully oh, shoot. he's I good know. to go. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Neal might come back. Uh, well, I mean, speaking of looking ahead to next week, uh, what is on the line, fellas? Week 18? Of course, of course we need a win. What else? Need Green Bay loss. I fucking hate the Packers. Uh, Green Bay <laughs> loss. We play at one. A Green Bay loss and prime time at home against the uh, Detroit Lions, you know, a little competitive imbalance because by the time the Sunday night game starts, the Lions might have nothing to play for besides beating Aaron Rodgers. But you know, who doesn't want to be Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's a division rival. I feel like if we were if we were um, <clears throat> if we were facing SF and we could uh, spoil their chances to make the playoffs in the final game of the season, I'm pretty sure no one would let up, right? That's true. I think the Lions will still be I mean, moving. Uh, like, it was a pretty much like a – I mean, they weren't expecting to do much this year. And I think, like, um, I don't know. They, they won't be disappointed, I would say, that they're not making the playoffs this year. So I, I still think they're going to play hard as opposed to, like, a team we would expect to make the playoffs and then they get knocked out and the guys might, might not try as hard. Right. It's kind of like us. I feel like we're, we're still in that scrappy position. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe they just want the respect like, for going into next year. I yeah, hope. I hope. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Rams, they still want to beat us and they have nothing to play for. I mean, like, they honestly, the starting safety, uh, Elliot, actually came out to, uh, yesterday or today and said, like, he hates Aaron Rodgers and he, like, how he carries himself and wants to beat them out of that. <laughs> Good, man. He's a fucking villain, bro. You know, there's a lot to play for. I do. I love it. Um, I mean, Jamal I Williams like I... revenge game, maybe breaks uh, Barry. Maybe break Barry Sanders' uh, team record for touchdowns in a season. Is he got really there? Yeah, so he's got fifteen. Barry Sanders' record 16. That's... Barry Sanders, sixteen. <laughs> that is shit insane, dude. I mean, it's one yeah, of my extra game, but he probably has like a third of the yards. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, dude, all his touchdowns are within the five yard line. Like, <laughs> <ripping up>, like... <laughs> Okay, but I will say I feel like if we make the playoffs, it actually legitimizes us as like a as a good team. I feel like everyone still thinks, oh, Hawks were a we're fraudulent, first, yeah, fraudulent first seven weeks of the season and whatnot. And yeah. yeah, we had some bad like games, but but overall, I still think we're a pretty good team. And I feel like if we actually make the playoffs, it we it would legitimize us because it's just like why would why do people like respect Green Bay over the Hawks right now, even though they're just hot for this moment? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a win-win situation for us, to be honest. Like, you know, we make playoffs, we're gonna lose the the first round. So, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not true. That's not necessarily we would, true. We would go. We would go I into SF. We would be going know. into SF. And like we're, game. we're going into SF, right? Yeah. yeah it's, it's still Minnesota. Purdy, man. 
I know he's been winnable. playing well. I feel like he played a winnable game when I, last time we yeah. played. Yeah, it was winnable. Just was, get in. Just get into the playoffs. True, true. I'm, I'm just saying, though, we don't make it, we're still good, you know? Got, got some good draft picks. Right? right. I mean, it's still a win of a season, if that's what you're, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um... So we're talking about what's on the line this week. Uh, what are the keys to the game? It is Bobby Wagner's homecoming, boys. First game as a visitor at Lumen. Uh, expect the crowd to be pretty raucous for him, unlike uh, the other guy in week one. Um, what, are some, what are some other keys to the game? I feel like we got to finish drives. Um, I think we get stopped for field goals way too often. Or we get a good position, good field goal, or a good field position. And we're like stalling out on those on those type of drives. Um, every time Godwin Iguabuke gets a freaking forty yard return, I yeah, swear to capitalize. God we haven't returned. We haven't yeah. scored. I mean, we haven't scored. Yeah. We haven't cashed in on any of those. It's like so frustrating. So I feel like we just got to finish drives. That's my. That's what I would like to see. Yeah, my my key for this game, I want to see them make Baker uncomfortable. I think um, Baker in the wins, you know, he's gotten into a, a good group. So I, I want to see them play, like, press coverage uh, early and blitz, um, you know, where we can just, just get Baker a little bit rattled um, just so he's, he's not so comfortable back there. Yeah, building on that, like, we need to bring in the same pressure we brought last game, uh, take away Baker's first read and – He's pretty uncomfortable when you take away that first read and you have pressure in his face. So I think that's a big key for us on defense. Yeah, honestly, I would. I think they they could be okay running like a cover one, just leave Woolen on an island and then just shade wherever else. Um, you know, like none of the Rams receivers. I mean, are why, <laughs> I feel like we don't even need the. Uh, yeah, there's no like there's not too much risk out of like the Rams receivers, yeah. right? Right, and uh, I think the last, my last point is going to be uh, don't let Bobby Wagner get going. Uh, he was building a lot of momentum in that in that first game in L.A. He almost single-handedly uh, won, won the game. Two sacks, <laughs> two sacks and interceptions. He's been cooking lately, dude. The Denver game, he, uh, he looked pretty inspired out there, like his like revenge tour, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Rams are going said- to want, like, want to win it for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He came out actually yesterday. Said uh, motivated to play the team that gave up on him. It's kind of the extra juice. Play in the stadium he's been playing in all these years. Who said we gave up on him, man? That's what I don't. Know, that's what Bobby said. We're theoretically giving him a better Shiner. chance to win. <laughs> True. But then I think. He said he heard he didn't hear from the team that he got cut. Yeah, that was I think that's that's frustrating. It's like, dude, that guy was our captain, defensive captain, right? So yeah, and and he is his own agent, so there's no reason why this the the Seahawks shouldn't have let him know. Yeah, yeah like why are they scared? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Pete and John, they they've done our players dirty um, a few times. Yeah, I feel like. they don't know how to. Like... They, I mean, they do their players right sometimes too. I'm not gonna lie, you know, it's not well. No, I feel like I feel one. like the breakup situation they've always done. Like we've heard too much noise about how how yeah. they leave, like Earl Thomas and and whoever else, right? Sherm, Sherm, Sherm. Well, Sherm was Sherm was already making noise, right? Sure, sure. Okay. I feel like Bobby wasn't making noise. He was just coming and competing, even though our <laughs> yeah, team wasn't Bobby, like that good. Bobby, I know he's like, the least <laughs> problematic guy. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think that does it for our, uh, our our previews to the game. 
Um, we, we heard some fan feedback. Uh, they really liked the segment about our hot topics last week. So we're going to continue on to that, give the fans what they want. Um, I'm going to start off. The Fighting Dan Campbells are going to blow out Green Bay to spoil their season. Mark it down. Um, we're going to talk about the betting picks later, I'm just saying, but I like it. Amron Ross St. Brown, J- uh, DeAndre Switch, Jamal Williams. Let's you get think it so place. in Green Bay, though? I kind of like yeah, – no, gonna, I kind of oh, like wow. that. This is giving me the same vibes <laughs> as last year when San Francisco went in and, and did the upset. Like, no one thought they were going to come in there, beat Green Bay in, like, January. They, like, barely – win by a single, though? They yeah. blow out? Are they are – they... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's two two narratives around this. It's like Aaron Rodgers' historic like re, like uh, comeback at the end of the season, make the make the playoffs, and who knows, like one of his last years. Or betting lines are setting up that everyone bets on Aaron Rodgers, and then Detroit yeah, flips, the, flips the script. These fucking Packers, bitch ass Packers, they had a one point one percent chance to make it before the Dolphins game, or no, when they're four and eight, and then. Uh, that Dolphins game was it for us. Yeah, sucks. They had it. a 1.1. Oh my god! Probably 1. at the, 1. At the we same time, the we probably had like a 99 percent. We were in the 90s. We were. God damn. God damn it! I hate the Packers. Were we six and we, four? Or six and three. We were six and three. So we went two and five. Oh dear God! Uh, not good. I think the, I was gonna say the craziest thing is that they're like talking all about Rodgers and the Packers are. Like Rodgers isn't even playing that good. Like, He's not the dude, he hasn't been. But dude, it's like literally the defense is like Defense man. is going crazy. Jairi Alexander and all of his like plays, he shut down J Jeff. Yeah, Jair might do the gritty on uh, Almond Ross St. Brown this week, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna shadow Almond, is he? I don't know. Uh, Almond so. plays inside a lot. He's, yeah, he's never. True. He hasn't shadowed anyone one, though. though. Because even you, you guys see that little like interview he did uh, when he was explaining what happened with Tyreek Hill when he came across. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, he's like, and I was like, oh shit, like, oh shit, that guy's fast. I like his, I like his interview. Did you guys see his interview? He had like the big hat. He's yeah. like trying to talk, yeah, talk yeah. about that mess. He's like, dude, how can anyone take him seriously? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a baller, though. No, but they've been running the ball. I think that's why, like Aaron. Rodgers hasn't been able to do, doesn't need to do as much because Aaron Jones has been picking up yards. Yeah. AJ, AJ Dillon's finally playing good after the bust of a fantasy season. Like, I know, for through real. the first 14 weeks. Serious. Oh, uh, I do want to say, uh, since this is our topic, it's kind of like around the NFL, I want to shout out DeMar Hamlin. Uh, scary situation on Monday. The Bills Bengals game. I'm glad to hear it is Friday now. He's he's doing okay. I'm not sure if he's out of the woods yet, but he's out. The tube is out. He's breathing on his own. He's communicating somehow. I don't think it's verbally. Um, they, he's said communicating. He was, they said he was the writing down. They said he was writing down when he was still intubated, right? Yeah. But the doctor said that yeah. neurologically he is regaining a lot of uh, like regaining yeah. a lot of like. Um, re, uh, F- Functions. Reactions, yeah, functions. Right, I, right. I heard, I read that he FaceTime his teammates today, so I, I do think he's talking, but maybe uh, it's not. I don't think it's the type of FaceTime. It's like it was probably just like a. <laughs> it's like love you guys, like you know, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. Right. No, no but definitely shout out. That's just, that shit is that was was scary, dude. Like yeah. never seen yes. things like that before. And shout out the team that took care of him because. 
I don't know how that how they reached the heart through the shoulder pad. So I'm not sure the process, but did they like CPR cut through the about? cut through the jersey, cut through the shoulder pads to get to the heart? Yeah, because probably. it's probably a they probably you probably don't want to yank the jersey shoulder pads off, right? Yeah, I don't of know. some guy who's like just de- like not deceased, but that's a good uh, point. I was thinking about that, ground. like when they're they said, oh, they're administering CPR. I was like, is it, is it okay just to do CPR over the entire? The shoulder pads yeah it, her old chest pads yeah. and stuff i don't know yeah that, that was loud wow. but glad to hear that he's he's doing okay it really does change your perspective <laughs> though on the nfl a little bit <laughs> i was like damn like no not worth that percent yeah it made me question my own like uh just like you know we all love the nfl so much but you know you watch these guys go in and like you know it sucks him get injured but i think this is a little different where it made me question like I even want to watch the, the NFL again. Um, but I don't know, you know, like the, these guys, like we got to give so much respect to them. They bring a lot of like joy and happiness into our lives and that, you know, they're, they're really laying it all out there for us. So shout out all the NFL players and Demar Hamlin. Yeah. I think what I would like to see if they're going to change anything, cause I don't know if they can change any rules in terms of like hits or anything like that, because that was literally just a freak accident. Right. But, um, I saw somebody, I saw just a short snippet, but they're talking about the life insurance policy or like the disability policy. Um, and NFL doesn't pay that much on that. Like CBA pays like like a minimum, like 10K a month or 5K a month. It's like, but if the costs, but if you like lose out on millions in terms of like uh, earnings over the like next eight years because you got disabled, um, uh, they're not really covering that. So, so I think that's maybe one good thing that they might be able to look into. NFL might be able to pay more on that because then it makes it more covered, right? Like if free accidents happen or whatever it is, then um, God forbid, but at least you're covered, right? It's going to be interesting to see how, like, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, I hope for an amazing week of football, but, um, you know, like, yeah, it would be interesting to see what the NFL does over the offseason and things like that to maybe address yeah, make sure you not take like this all for granted, you know, because we get mad, we watch at the TV, we yell at the TV because we think it's just a game. Uh, everyone in the world does that when they're watching, but like these guys are actually putting their life on the line every single weekend. And uh, yeah, big shout out to the NFL players and uh, all of sports athletes, actually. So, hey, do we, do we gotta, doing well. do we gotta remove our dislike section moving forward now? DJ Dallas staying on there. Yeah. Everything is on the table here at the inside. <laughs> <laughs> All of our criticism is said with love. All right. True, true. Yeah. Okay. Um, our next topic uh, the NFL is rigged. I think we all knew this one already. <laughs> we still will continue to watch this goddamn game every week. It fucking uh, is, dude. It the is. Competitive imbalance of the start times. There's. Do you no really reason. think Roger Goodell wanted Russell Wilson to win against Tom Brady? Hell no. No. Man. Hell no. <laughs> that was fucking awful. Ew, that was all right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way rigged for that shit. That's okay. 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 Riddle me this. What about the, our loss to the Steelers? Hmm? Oh, that was rigged. They don't want 100%. Matt Hasselbeck to win. They want ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger. And then once he got caught a case, didn't win again. Goodell calling, but yo, you gotta throw a slant right here. Inside, <laughs> man. Hey, hey, we'll take care of you next year, all right? We'll take care of you next year. No, that 
Bro, the Giants-Commanders uh, game a couple weeks ago, that shit was actually kind of rigged. I mean, Dude, I there were some, at, like, terribly yeah, some blatant calls. calls. I bet on the Giants, and it's like, you could kind of feel in the air. It's like, whoa, they're even though the Commanders on the one, it doesn't feel like they're going to win. And then, sure enough, they called it, or they don't call the uh, P.I., yeah. And then they called some weird, like, illegal formation on McLaurin the oh, play before, the too. <laughs> so, yeah, that was weird. Uh, it was strange. I've I heard this, Yeah. But it's funny, though, when, like, uh, you know, you see those you see those really blatant, like, missed calls or, or, or wrong wrong penalties. And then you can kind of just think, like, okay, well, that tips the balance just, like, a little bit. Um, but it's funny when the team overcomes that and wins <laughs> against those, like, yeah. bad calls. I feel yeah. like that was the case for, like, UW versus Texas. Oh, that, <laughs> that game was hella rigged. <laughs> oh, in Texas, I know. it's just the Pacific Northwest jinx. Honestly, I, I feel it all the time. We just get the the short end of the stick, you know. Oh six Super Bowl, yeah. Breaking. It's fucking so true. Oh my god, so many games where there's bad calls. Man. If the uh, if the Seahawks weren't blowing out the uh, the Broncos. <laughs> in the Super Bowl 48. Uh, yeah, that definitely would have been rigged. <laughs> All right, so if the, there's, N- there's no way like the NFL flexes that game without like thinking it's going to be all or nothing. Yeah, it's like viewers. For the Packers versus the Lions. Oh, so, like night. KJ Wright did say, watch the stripes this weekend. Watch mm. the calls that go against the Seahawks. Watch the calls yeah. that go against the Lions. <laughs> right, dude. It, it kills viewership. I'm kind of glad that these uh, popular figures or, like, athletes are, like, putting it out there so people are, like, they're more conscious of it, or you know, like, versus, like, they can't do it so blatantly. It has to be, like, something more subtle or controversial. Right. <laughs> right. Like, the implications are said out loud now, right? Yeah. yeah. If the NFL is rigged, though, who do you think they got? Uh, who do you think they got for the Super Bowl? <laughs> Who are they rigging into the Super Bowl? Big money markets. Man. Let me see this. Let me see this. I hate to say it. I think SF. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't feel like. Do Mr. Relevant making it to the Super Bowl? It's just too good, man. I, I think they make it. It's I don't know if they good. win. I don't know if they win. I don't think they win though. Yeah. I think Buffalo over um, uh, Buffalo over Ooh. SF, or or Cincy over SF. I think I think the NFL loves Josh Allen <laughs> and Joe Burrow. They do like Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go with the uh, the Chiefs for the AFC. I think Mahomes is their darling as well, and then to prove that he can do it without a like that alpha number one receiver. I think the Chiefs, they're playing well, too. I think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. And then NFC, it's a tough one. I think I got to think on that one a little bit. But We only got like eight, 18. Teams, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like. Don't, don't tell me you're taking like the Bucks, bro. It's Philly, but. The Bucks. Nah, like, like, <laughs> don't tell me the bro. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like it's gotta know, be I like, like a handoff. Hurts can get back to. Yeah, I don't know if Hurts is gonna come back. I, don't know. I think Philly actually has some more whole flaws than just Hurts. Their defense is not as good right now. They're because yeah, they lost. They lost the the, the heart, bro. What's his name? Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Oh, uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. 
<laughs> it could be Chauncey Jr. or something. Who knows? <laughs> Bro, doesn't it sound like poetic? Like Brady losing in the NFC Championship to retire, and then them like him handing it off to like SF the next dynasty or something like that. I don't know. That's what. Uh, yeah, that's how it feels like to me. I and that's I the like... question I asked like two or three podcasts before. If uh, Niners make it with Purdy, what do they do? With Lance, you gotta roll yeah. with Purdy, bro. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> roll with Purdy. They turned Lance into a, a running back, dude. Oh, I don't know if you saw the clip today, but they're they're putting uh, there were some practice plays of Purdy uh, with his hand in the ground taking. Taking running back snaps. What? <laughs> yeah, they put, oh, they're trying to make him like a Taysom Hill or something like they that. Put, they put no, they put Ushek <laughs> under center, and then they just ran like a regular just uh, HB Damn. HB dive. <laughs> just threw. Them. But Purdy was the HB. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> just for fun. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, yeah, for my pick, I think I'm gonna. Uh, realistically, I think the best teams are the Chiefs and the Niners. Um, I don't really believe the Bills. I think Josh Allen is throws too many interceptions, and maybe the Bengals actually get there this year. The Bengals are playing really well down the re- stretch. They Choose score that, one, bro. Mm. You just named the top three teams in the AFC. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing through my top prizes. I'm just going through my. Top. Um, I'll go Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs and Niners rematch of the Super Bowl in Miami. Yeah, have any, uh... I got I got same though. Real quick, I got Chiefs Chiefs Niners too. I think I got Eagles um, in the Super Bowl next year. The, this Eagles team kind of gives me, as looking back, they give me the same vibes as the uh, Ravens team from a few years ago that lost to the Titans, even though they went fourteen two. Um, oh, you talking about like Lamar's breakout year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it feels kind of the same. Like they they're really good, but I don't think they're they're over the hurdle just yet. Chiefs Niners. Chiefs win it all. One thing I want to ask you guys, are you guys uh, the 49ers defense doesn't look as unstoppable as we all once thought after Stidham dropped 34 on them? You guys think it was just a fluke? Tell them up. No, that's it. <laughs> I, I, I got Stidham as a fluke. It's kind of like the Mike White where he came in the first game, chopped up Chicago. Uh, I think it's oh, Chicago like, sucks. <laughs> That's your, oh no, he's, he's talking about Chicago. But then Mike White, he, he he went next week. He got he played like ass, and he played like ass against Seattle. I think um, teams once they start getting some film, that that'll tie my lock of the week. In, in the uh, it's, it's really weird. I think maybe they just prepared for Derek Carr, and Stidham like knew it was like just a different different look. I don't know. I think, it's think pre- preparation is that big though for like a guy that like has never had success in the NFL to just come in and. Like... I think they like McDaniel's probably like Stidham. That's why he went with Stidham, and he he had the good plays <laughs> with Stidham, and that's what happened. I think it's a okay, valid question. I think it's unlikely to happen again. I yeah, think, that think, defense is good. I think that, <laughs> defense is good, dude. Actually, I'm still scared changed, of them. I'm not, I'm not hey, like, I, they have holes now. I changed my Super Bowl pick. I got Niners over Chiefs. <laughs> Ignore what I said. All right. The revenge game. Okay. okay. So we got score predictions still? Are we doing that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we're. I'm sure we're predicting all wins, right? Because we're going to make the playoffs. 
Um, right, who wants to start quick. with the scoring predictions? So just, let's just fly through them so we can write it down. Yeah. Go ahead, Koi. Start. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go 30 to 10. <laughs> I don't all right, I'm gonna go 33 to 10. <laughs> I want I want to hit this, top, this 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 line. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan, I'm gonna go 27 to 13. CR. Are you sticking with a 16 to 12, Sean, or what? Yeah, I got I got this game in a barn burner. I got 16 to 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't I don't I don't see us. You, you know what you know you know what it does feel like. Um, what was that one game where Russ? We had to win the game in order to make it in, and Russ like scored oh a touchdown. Gosh, he yeah. ran it in at the very last, like in the fourth quarter. That's true, but we're not that team anymore. It's true. It's true. Okay, uh, let's have a little bit more fun here, guys. Uh, last week, betting picks of the week. Uh, last year, last week we introduced our New Year's Six college football, and uh, if you did what I would have done. Had betting been legal, I would have faded Austin on all six picks. I put that into a parlay, would have won big money. <laughs> so, so, Austin, what have you got for us to fade this week? <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Give me a sec, because when I go off the dome, then it's uh, even more inaccurate. All right. We'll come back to you. Uh, Sean, I know you got a couple for us. I see his hand. Still hot, all right? all right i'm i'm uh i'm riding the high from last week's my best betting week of all time i'm liking i'm liking some teams you can trust this week so my big lock of the week i got kansas city minus eight and a half at oakland again i don't believe in stidham uh casey got something to play for i think Mahomes just lights his team up i see them winning by uh, 20 plus to be honest Next two picks, uh, I'm going to call it the uh, DeMar Hamlin special. You know, hope for right. a speedy recovery. And also, DeMar, this parlays for you. I got Buffalo minus seven and Cincinnati minus nine. I see both teams winning big there. <laughs> and then um, last NFL game of the week, I have uh, the reeling Dolphins uh, minus three against the Jets, I think. The Jets, they can't do anything on offense. They got Flacco coming in this week. I, I saw that Bridgewater's out, but I think even with uh, the backups there, the Dolphins' offense is still pretty potent. So I can like you, them winning. Can you name the backup? He's <laughs> <laughs> a, a white dude. What's the name? Skyler Thompson. He did. Okay, man. Great. The hell you know what college he's from but um anyways uh give me the dolphins minus three i like that um and then my last pick of the week i'm gonna go against the grain here i got georgia minus 12.5 in the uh natty against tcu Ooh. i'll sprinkle a little monday action Ooh. all right i'm ready around you want to go uh yeah i could be quick i got two locks this week Double down on that Bills minus seven. Patriots, they're deep. They can't do nothing against the Bills. Bills always blow them out. I think Bills come back to playing with a lot of motion. They cover. I think this one's a blowout. And I'm going with the same team I've been riding with. Duval. <laughs> minus six and a half at home. Playing for a playoff spot, baby. 
The prince that was promised. Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that okay. one. I like that one. All right, Austin. If you're ready to fade every pick I have, uh, <laughs> listen up. Ryan's already on the opposite side. I like, I like Titans. I think, uh, I think Jags are. I think people are betting on them high. So I'm, I'm real Titans. Titans money line or with the points? Uh, uh, just the points. <laughs> money line sounds fun. <laughs> The other one I'm going to do is Colts. All right, minus two and a half against the Texans. I'm just, I'm just going to go Colts again. Dang, on the worst And then um, last, uh, I'm choosing TB plus, plus four against uh, the Falcons. Those are my three, All right. three locks. All right, for those of you listening out there, I know Fade's miss was last weekend, but – you know, it's, it's never too late to start 2023, correct, all right? <laughs> so, uh, not financial advice, everybody, but lock it in. Let's go. All right, I think uh, it's time to wrap it up. If with their Seahawks salute of the week. This one is brought to you by Sushiland, the former conveyor belt fine establishment <laughs> in the greater Northwest. You can get a place from $1. One fifty, two dollars, three dollars, and God damn it, I would load up on the one fifty plates. <laughs> this is your place if you're like sushi, you're on a budget, and you just you know want to you know dabble a little bit. You can have uh, you can have a calamari. I'm not sure how often they change the oil. It didn't taste like they changed it very often, but damn it, it's pretty good. <laughs> My personal favorite was that $3 soft shell crab. Where can you get a soft shell crab roll for $3? Nowhere, I tell you. So Sushi Land, thank you for the sponsorship. This one goes out to Sydney Rice. Sid the Kid <laughs> played three years in Seattle, Washington. Uh, didn't do too much as much you know, as we wanted for as a free agent. Uh, his best year came in 2012. Russell Wilson's rookie year, he played all 16 games. 50 catches, 7 touchdowns. Uh, he caught the game-winning touchdown against uh, New England, and also the game-winning touchdown against Chicago. Sacrificed his body. I think we all remember that one. Uh, Sidney Rice's impact goes beyond the franchise. Uh, It goes a little bit more in the investing route. He is part of the original investing group to bring Wingstop to the greater Northwest area. (laughs) Thank you, Sidney Rice. You, I thank you, and Lemon Pepper, and all the delicious goodness we have on our game days. Sydney Race, I salute you. All right. 